This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. Whatever business you're in, BT's got your back, with reliable connectivity to keep you connected as you grow. Search BT's got your back. This is the Times briefing on Sunday the 14th of November. Remembrance Sunday events have been taking place across the country. A two-minute silence has been held across the nation in memory of those who lost their lives in conflict. The Prince of Wales, the Duke of Cambridge, the Prime Minister and other dignitaries laid wreaths at the Remembrance Sunday service at the Cenotaph in central London. But the Queen remained at Windsor Castle. Buckingham Palace announced earlier that it was with deep regret that the 95-year-old monarch would not attend as planned due to a sprained back. It was due to be Her Majesty's first public outing after doctors advised her to rest for almost a month. The Shadow Business and Energy Secretary Ed Miliband speaking on TNG on Sunday said he understands how seriously the Queen takes the Remembrance Sunday service. I'm sure that, you know, if she's not attending, it will be because she's following uh, the advice of doctors and so on. And all I can say is that I'm sure I speak for the whole country in sending her all our best wishes and saying that I hope she makes a speedy recovery uh, from this this particular uh, sprain back that she has. Hundreds of servicemen and women have been in attendance at Whitehall and nearly 10,000 veterans have been marching past the war memorial. They were cheered on by crowds in central London, the oldest and youngest people marching at the Remembrance Sunday Parade at the Cenotaph have a gap of 90 years between them. For many veterans, particularly those from the Afghanistan conflict, it's recognised that today will be a difficult day. Chief of the Defence Staff, General Sir Nick Carter, has told Tom Newton Dunn on Times Radio that he accepts that. I feel it very strongly, having spent nearly three years of my life there and having served alongside a lot of extremely brave people. Um, And the answer is that, yes, it's going to be a very difficult day for um, a great number of people. And uh, one will be thinking really strongly about that. Um, I mean, I think it it is challenging because, of course, we're always being asked the question at the moment, was it worth it? Uh, And that's a really difficult question to answer because, of course, it wasn't the outcome that we all fought for. The COP26 president, Alok Sharma, has told TNG on Sunday that the agreement made in Glasgow last night was historic. We have ensured that we have done what we set out to do, which is to keep 1.5 within reach, which is to ensure that we limit global temperature rises to 1.5. And not only that, but for six years, the world had been trying to close off the Paris Agreement. Those most uh, difficult rules to, to put together We did that. We did that here at this COP. We've also ensured there's more money for developing countries. So I say overall, this has been really a historic achievement. The Prime Minister has called the COP26 agreement a big step forward, but says there is a huge amount of work still to be done. The new pact aimed at curbing global warming saw a last-minute intervention by China and India. It led to a change in wording on coal power from phasing out to phase down. You can hear more on these stories throughout the day on Times Radio. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Jane Garvey. And I'm Fee Glover. Off Air with Jane and Fee is going live. We are taking to the stage at the amazing Crucible Theatre in Sheffield on Friday the 31st of May. It'll be a night full of surprises. We'll have a special guest, we'll involve you in the audience and we'll embarrass ourselves. You really won't want to miss it. Well, the surprises, we don't yet know what's in it, so it genuinely is a night of surprises. Well, you've surprised me already. Uh, It's not just us. Our live show is part of an exciting new podcast festival called Cross wires which is taking place in some really amazing venues across sheffield from the 31st of may to the 2nd of june so other podcasters that you'll be able to see include katie price Catherine ryan romash ranganathan and the original adam buxton but there's also a whole host of free fringe events family shows surprise acts and after parties that jane and i haven't yet been invited to i'm sure it's only a matter of time head to crosswires.live for tickets and more information